Alright, welcome to Um That Just Happened, pre-recorded and edited from the FTC. I'm Rodney Sinio. I'm Adam Flores. Edgar Tenoyo. And Alex Weil. Welcome to the show, guys. Welcome, welcome. What's up? Alright, let's get after podcast news. Big, big news for podcast news. Ghana, still crushing it in the international market. Head and shoulders above Dominican Republic. Sorry, guys, in Dominican. Get more downloads. Tell your friends. Tell your kids. Tell your wives. Also, shout-outs to Italy, UK across the pond. Shout-out to Mexico for our new listeners down there. Mexico. Nice. But Ghana just crushing everybody, all the competition. We're the number one podcast in Ghana, and we'll continue to say that unless somebody proves us otherwise. For all you interested sponsors out there, anybody wants to do some advertising in Ghana, hit us up at Um That Just Happened on Facebook. Yes, that's right. We have a Facebook page. Oh, yeah. That's our new big news for the day. Like us on Facebook. Find our page. Hashtag UTJH. By the way, if you hashtag UTJH and your tweets are protected, just an FYI, we won't won't see them because yeah, so they're protected. Either take off your protection status or or just hit us up on Facebook. It's facebook.com backslash hashtag spelled out. So H-A-S-H-T-A-G. H-A-S-H-T-A-G. T-A-G. I'm confused. <laughs> U-T-J-H. Just go to Facebook and yeah. search Um That Just Happened. Our cover page is Two Girls, One Up with yeah. Princess Daisy and Princess Peach. Sweet. It's a big, big news and podcast news. Shout out to our local listeners here in the States. Chicago what? now being beat out in plays by Wichita, Kansas. Wichita, I understand. If you don't have Twitter, you got to have Facebook now. So log on to our <laughs> Facebook page. Hit the like button. Let us know who you are. Are. We'll take a road trip. Yeah. We'd like to go to Wichita, find out who you are. Just crushing Chicago on plays. And what's up, local people? Chicago. Come on, Chicago. Let's Come get back in. to number one. No offense to Wichita, Kansas. We appreciate the listeners. Thank you very much. Welcome to the show. Yeah, we just need a little hometown love. That's all. Also, welcome to the show. New listeners in Buffalo, New York. Wow. wow. Buffalo. Welcome, wow. welcome. Shout out to Aurora, Detroit, Tampa, Miami, Florida, Kansas City, Missouri. Still don't know who you are. Stone throw away from Wichita, by the way. We'll stop by on the Maybe way to somebody moved from Wichita. Over there, and they're just like, fuck it, I'm still listening. Or maybe it's like a trucker. <laughs> yeah. A trucker who like downloads it on his commute, and sometimes he's in Wichita, sometimes he's in Kansas. But there's got to be a lot of them because we have a huge audience. So, shout out to Kansas City, San Jose, Pittsburgh, Milwaukee, Boston, Louisville, Kentucky, Indianapolis, Washington, D.C., Seattle, Bean Town. Let's do it. Mesa, yep. Arizona, Newark, New Jersey, Cleveland, Ohio, Anaheim, California, new to the show. Welcome to the show. Mighty Ducks. Austin, Texas, St. Louis, Missouri, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Houston, Dallas, Philadelphia. Doug's guy. San Francisco. Thank you very much. Welcome to the show, guys. I got some feedback from one of our close personal friends that said she didn't really like our podcast news segment, but I'm sorry. We're going to go over it every show, always at the beginning. It's kind of our thank you for all our listeners across the country. Thank you for our listeners in Ghana, Dominican Republic, Italy, and the UK, and especially Mexico. And we have some Mexican listeners. Hey, Filipinos, Puerto Ricans, my guys. Guatemalans, where you at? Oh, yeah. I'm half Guatemalan, by the way, guys. Yeah, Alex is half Guatemalteca or whatever the hell. Guatemala. 
They're masculine. All right. All right. You tell your people. He's, he's yeah. half Guatemalan, so. Uh, half Guatemalan, half Mexican. Let's get some listeners. Oh, uh, you apocalypto people. <laughs> What's up? Or Other. Closer to the Spanish side, either way. Other big podcast news. We have our first sponsor. Yeah. We'll get to them in Alim Ooh. Insurance. Alim Insurance. You're officially going to be sponsoring our corrections department. So every corrections department. Indefinitely, because it's a very good friend of ours, Mukram Ali, sponsoring us. Sponsoring Um That Just Happened. For those of you who are interested in sponsoring Um That Just Happened and getting listeners in all of the following cities that we talked about. Well, all of the previous cities that we talked about. And especially in Ghana, if you want to advertise in Ghana. Yeah, they want... need insurance in Ghana. Yeah. So yeah. Sure out they there. Do. I'm sure they need other stuff. Like they need They need Amazon.com. They probably need, you know, Target or Walmart. Well, I don't know. Build yourself. I don't know about Walmart. Target is okay. Yeah. Well, anybody who wants to sponsor our podcast, hit us up at hashtag UTJH or find our Facebook page. Contact us. We'll give you reasonable rates. Given Alim Insurance, great deal for sponsoring Corrections Department. And if you want to sponsor another segment of the show or if you want to contribute to the show, you want to be on the show, hit us up on our Facebook page or hashtag UTJH on Twitter. All right, moving on. Let's do some shout outs. Cue the GOAT. All right, so this week I have a very specific shout out. I'm going to shout out myself because I'm fucking awesome. That's all. I was I, originally going to shout out to you, Adam, but since you did that. <laughs> I actually don't, ha- I don't I have anybody to shout out today, so I just going did. going to have to go ahead and take it back, so the <laughs> shout out is not to you this week. Let me shout out because I can't come up with anything off the top of my head. I'm going to go with Anthony Rizzo from the Chicago Cubs, who I was hell bent that if I was the GM, I definitely would have traded him before the All Star break. And I'm glad that we did because he's leading the National League in home runs and the Cubs haven't been able to say something like that in a long time. So even though we're in last place, we got a little bit of a bright spot. Hopefully, finally... Sounds like a Cubs statement. Hopefully, yeah, we're in last place, but hopefully. fuck, we're crushing it with the home well, runs. I mean, hey, man, we're hitting the long <laughs> ball. You know, you get more fans anyways. Hey, you know what? I'm a Cubs fan too. Edgar's a Cubs fan too. I sure am. You guys got to realize though, we're in the FTC. Florida yeah. Theater, Comiskey. <laughs> You're not going to get any love from Adam for any yeah, Cubs record. We're on the south side. Three Cubs against one side. It's okay. Yeah, that's, that's right. And we'll get out of my house. <laughs> oh, fuck. We'll, we'll save that for the FTW, Florist Theater, yes. Wrigley, yeah. which is Nelson's house. Yeah, that's my brother's place. But yeah, thank you for the negated shout out. I appreciate it. I mean, go Cubs. Fuck it. I'll say go Cubs. I mean, I'm a Sox fan, but Alex even knows I'm not a hater either. All right. Fuck, my wife's a Cubs fan. She killed me. I'll root on whoever. What, what team does Wichita, Kansas go Probably for? Kansas City Royals. Yeah, I'm about as close as going to get. Oh, we'll never be Royals. You just had to find a way to finagle that in there. All right, you guys got any shout-outs? How many losers? How many did we lose from Wichita just now? So <laughs> well, we'll never be Royals. Oh, my God. Oh, dude. Keep it up with the Royals. Another reason, Keep to, it up with the another Royals. reason to use that drop. Keep it up. I'm recycling drops. All right, you guys got anything? Special shout-out to my wife and son, Ivan, uh, which I love with all my heart. My godson. Not, godson, uh, yes. Ivan, not Ruby. Ivan, yes. Yeah. Ruby's also the one that wants me to speak more Spanish. Please, not speak more happen. Spanish. It's not going to happen. Sorry, no, good. there's my Spanish. No. Yeah. Bienvenidos a la podcast. (laughs) Shout out to Ruby and our listeners in Mexico. Ruby is one of our original listeners, so it must kind of kill her for you to be here, and she's not here participating in the podcast. My shout out this week is going to be out to Caesar. We're going to have you back on for episode 13, which is going to be the dual event episode where we post one raw and one edited, and you guys yeah. vote with your... Which will be a good one to have Caesar on. Yeah, vote with your downloads. Vote with your downloads, vote with your plays, so I can tell if it's really worth the editing all the time that we put into editing, or do you just you like it when we hit it raw? I don't know. Yeah. Hit it raw. Just let me know, please. Also, shout out to the FFFF movement. Yeah. Something, an original movement starting here on the Um That Just Happened podcast. Vote with your dollars, folks. FFFF. For those of you who don't know, hashtag FFFF. 
F. It's four Fs. Fuck Fox's Fantastic Four. Yes. Do not go watch that reboot. They openly admitted that they're not going to follow the source material, so fuck them. Don't go watch that show. Matter of fact, boycott anywhere that they're playing that trailer, any TV show, any commercial. And unless Kate Mara gets naked, do not spend it's your money watching. on the movie. I'm going to touch up on that in a little bit, because I've been meaning to ask, especially people who really love comic books. But I also forgot I had to shout out to my cousin, Christian Awayo, who just recently got married over this weekend, to Moni. Congratulations to you guys. See you in January. Chris, thanks for making me your best man. I'll see you soon. Now, talking about that, it's not exactly the same as how the comic book, it's the source material. Why does it always have to be exactly the same? Why can't they take their own... If, That's what I'm there, there's so many, like, we're okay. not seeing any problems with Thor becoming a woman or a frog or whatever you guys said he did, but they're going away. They're seeing, okay, we're going to take the basis of story, and then we're going to... I have no problem with that. Like, Avengers, even the Avengers, you know, that it's based off of stuff that happened in the comic book. But they stay true to the characters, and they use the source material as at least a platform to jump off. Like a guideline. But, like, Fantastic Four, what I assume this new one's going to be, and, like, that movie wanted. It took what the comic book was and said... It was totally opposite. And it was like, nah, we're good. We'll use the names. That's about it. Like, you saw Wanted, and you read the comic book. I absolutely love the comic book. Yeah, I was was the one that let you borrow it, and you were just like, what the fuck were they thinking with this shit? I was like, exactly. (laughs) It was amazing. I'll give you a great example, right? Okay, Frank Miller's Batman. Frank Miller's Batman is kind of the Batman of Batmans. And I appreciate Christopher Nolan's interpretation of it. Granted, it exactly follow the source material, but there are a lot of nods to Frank Miller if you watch The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Returns, and The Dark Knight Rises. But when you don't follow the source material, you get crap like Twilight. Follow the source material of what a vampire should be, so don't get this teeny bopper bullshit that, you know, kids are really like the fact that they've actually read the book and they go to see the movie and then they get excited about it. So it's just, you know, the whoever the writer for Twilight openly admitted, well, there is no rules to vampires because they don't exist, so I can write whatever the hell I want. Wrong. Right. There are rules. Yeah. And they do there exist. <laughs> see, like, that's what I don't, I don't agree with that wholeheartedly because it's Okay, like... so, alright, Lord of the Rings, right? Imagine if they didn't keep with that and they decided, like, you know what, we're just gonna go ahead and drive to the mountain to throw the fucking... Yeah, you could do that if you want. You could be like, okay, we have the characters, we could just do whatever the fuck we want. Let's throw them in a car and have them drive around Middle Earth. Yeah, you could do that because, you know, you're making a movie. It could be movie. a modern interpretation of it, I guess, but see, Lord of the Rings, that's more like, that's a novella. You can't compare a novella to, like, uh, to the comic book. Be careful. And then also at the be same careful. time, I don't know, I just, I just don't agree wholeheartedly. Like, I feel like, yeah, sometimes it's not going to be exactly to the T as the comic book, but... No, like I said, you could you could change shit. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate interpretations, right? I mean, take 10 things I hate about you. Another reference to Heath Ledger. That was based on The Taming of the Shrew. But you know what? They didn't call it The Taming of the Shrew. They, they called the it name. 10 Things I Hate About You. And it's an awesome interpretation. Obviously, they're not going to do an exact translation of Taming of the Shrew. You can't go, oh, well, this isn't a period piece, and fucking Heath Ledger's in it, and Julius Stiles, and yeah. I'm actually remembering names. I probably didn't have enough beers. <laughs> wasn't Joseph Joe goes in it, and, right. today. and Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah, you had the Joker Cisco and Robin. Was in, no, Cisco yeah. wasn't in there. Yeah, I don't, but you know what? Call it something else. Yeah. Don't call it Taming of the Shrew if it's not Taming of the Shrew. That's like, oh, Brother, Where Art Thou is loosely based off of the Odyssey. Uh, you would never know that in a good way, but you could wow. just say, you'd have to really pay attention and be like, oh shit, this is based on that. Right. But they could have called it the Odyssey, made a modern interpretation of it, and it would have still been like, what the fuck were they thinking with this kind of shit? Just don't rape my childhood. Now, you Romeo and Juliet, okay? Not <laughs> right. a. Alright, the, the Leonardo DiCaprio one. Is it an amazing movie? No. Was, but it's a modern interpretation of exactly. it. With an okay, like, they did it well. They kept the language there. Yeah, very but Shakespearean. They, but they changed oh, the gun had dagger on it and shit right. like that that was cool that's a modern interpretation of an old story but they still kept at least the full dialogue there so there are ways to go around it I yeah. just say Fox has a way of taking characters and just doing whatever the fuck they want we see it in X-Men but Voltron
Ultron, okay? Source material, and then you come with Power Rangers, but it's something totally different. Yeah. So it's, you know, their interpretation, Japanese interpretation of the cartoon Voltron. I'm okay with that. You know, Power Rangers, how many incarnations of their Power Rangers, but they call it Power Rangers Ninjas, Power Rangers right. Go. Something there's an emergency bullshit. Yes. Yeah. Plenty of them. I'm okay with that kind of stuff. I like Power Rangers, though. Power Rangers is the shit. I'll stick to the original Power My Rangers. My favorite yeah. was the white, tiger, the, the white one, White Ranger. And original Megazord. Well, I don't know That's if you call it original. Yeah, I mean, I like, I love <laughs> that Dragon Sword. The whole, I like the, the whole Green show Ranger. is racist. Think about oh, yeah, it. I know. You got the yeah. white guy's red for the redneck. And you got the yellow, who's the Asian. <laughs> the black guy's in the black suit. And then... Well, blue guy, because... The, the blue guy, because he's, he's, he's got blue balls. Just, Nobody's blue. fucking that guy. Pink Ranger's the he's cheerleader. The, the pink Ranger. Right. Because she's... She's a bitch. Anyway, oh. let's move on before this turns into a fucking heated argument. All right, let's move on to our corrections department. All right, corrections from last week's show. I really apologize. 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 Someone's had some beers. Uh, there goes there goes the Asian in me. Apologize to TWD, The Walking Dead cast. I really fucked up everybody's name. <laughs> I don't know why I felt compelled to call Lauren Cohen Natalie Cohen. Natalie Cohen is. I think was, I think the whole time we're, is because we kept talking about Natalie Portman, and I think you just got something stuck in your head. I think I was just you know Omar came by and you know we started drinking and Natalie, well, he, he brought the fucking tequila and that was it. Uh, tequila oh, yeah. is a game changer, bro. I can't even touch tequila no more. Wow, I haven't touched tequila in years. Some right there, man. No, I'm good. <laughs> Whiskey, I'll take. You'll touch table. that JMO though, right? Absolutely, all day. Jameson, yeah. if you want to sponsor our podcast, you're more than welcome. You're, you're actually kind of inadvertently sponsoring our podcast, Jameson. You know, we're going to start having our guests sign a bottle of Jameson every time they're here. Just Keep We're going to have one whole wall. Shout out to Mahoney's, by the yes. way. Hey, yes. Yeah. yeah, Natalie Cohen. My last memory of Mahoney's, I was puking outside of it. Yeah, that was a fun weekend. <laughs> Thank you. No problem. No, yeah, I Nat- shouldn't have challenged my friend. I'm sorry. <laughs> Natalie Cohen's a cute actor. She played some smaller roles. Best known for Alvin and the Chipmunks, which is probably why nobody really knows her. She was in Tropic Thunder, I guess. She was in oh, The Hangover wow. 2 or The the original Hangover, Ocean's Thirteen. She, I don't know. She might have been like a waitress or something. But Lauren Cohen, one I really want to know if she has an Asian fetish. <laughs> the English chick on The Walking Dead, Sonequa Martin Green, Sasha on The Walking Dead, Christian Serratos, Serratos, Serratos. Thank you. Yeah, it sounds Spanish. Yeah, uh, Rosita on the show. Elena Masterson is Tara. Oh, and um, another correction. Thank you. Shout out again to Mohammed Bukram Ali. Sarah Shahi, not Indian. She's actually Iranian. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I Throw away. I thought I had read that she was Indian. I, I wasn't just throwing it out there from the name. I thought I had actually read it. But then again, it was an article that she was in, so I probably just like, hey, there's words there. So that was my fault. No, not Indian, Iranian. You got the wrong eye. Oh. Came in the wrong eye. Close. <laughs> Super close. Uh, Layla Milani. Hot Iranian. I'm thinking Iran is full of hot chicks. Uh, there's a big uh, Iranian community in Skokie. Right Those chicks are like a hit or miss. They're a lot like Asian chicks, no offense. They're either really fucking hot or really fucking not. There's a lot of hot. I'm not Middle into Eastern. Asian chicks at all. But they're, but they're like, Asian, you know? You rarely meet a middle ground Asian yeah. or Middle Eastern chick. But there is a lot of good looking Middle Eastern. I think there's more yes, good looking than there is not. Yeah, as long as they. There's more hits than this is. See, I like my women kind of like I like my coffee. Short, sweet, kind of brown. Hot. Mexican. <laughs> Mexican coffee. <laughs> Shout out to my wife, Sandra. I love you. Perfect fit for that. Yes. Short, sweet, kind of brown. And Mexican. Mexican. <laughs> and hot. But uh, I don't know. You have more corrections from last week? No, I think I was perfect. Nice. Nice. <laughs> 
I didn't hear anything that I really wanted to jump on this week. We always do corrections on every episode for our newcomers here, because we all make mistakes, and we all have regrets in life. But whatever your regrets are, paying too much for insurance should never be one of them. So for seriously good coverage at a seriously low price, call Alim Insurance and get a free quote today. Call 312-945-6254 or visit their website at aliminsurance.com. Shout out to Mohamed Brukramelli for setting up with our first sponsor, first sponsor of Um That Just Happened. Yeah, yeah. For our podcast and our corrections department segment. All right, moving on from insurance, we have the fuck you department, Ooh. which, all right, I'm putting my beer down for this one. I got oh, oh, shit. It's getting serious. I haven't said much this podcast. A couple shout outs to myself. No corrections. But this week, my wife's pregnant, as you should have known by now. Thank you. Congrats. If you are to see her, you would know. Okay. She has very specific cravings. Okay, whatever. Women do. I'm the man of the house. My job is to f- fulfill set of cravings, you know? So she's like, I want Giordano's. Great. Fine. There's one 10 minutes from here. So I call Giordano's and I say, I like to place an order for delivery. I tell them the whole order. I say, can I pay for a credit card? Pay for it over the phone. Done. That way, when they get here, sign. I'll see you later. So right before she hangs up, she's like, it's going to be an hour and 40 minutes. So I was like, uh, hold that. Can I just pick it up then? And she's like, uh, that should be fine. Hold on, let me talk to my manager. Whatever. She, she asks her manager. She comes back to the phone. She's like, yeah, you could just come pick it up. It should take about 40 minutes. Okay, so. Wait, hold on. What was that ordered again? What? What was that order again? It was just a small pizza and a salad. So clearly something that should not take. More 40 minutes to make. 40 minutes. Yeah. Small pizza. It's not deep plenty, dish. Plenty of time. Okay. Plenty of time in the world. So I wait 40 minutes. Mm. And I was like, fuck it. Now I'll go get it. I get there. I say, yes, order for Adam, please. And she's like, okay. So she looks through the thing. She's like, could it be under her last name? Now I placed the order. So I know it wasn't under my last name. But I was like, fuck it. I'll ride with it. Maybe they had color ID they put under my last name as a default. I say, Flores. Uh, no, I don't see anything. Could it be Adrian? I was like, you know what? Maybe. Maybe you heard my name wrong. Is it a small pizza and a salad? No. Okay. Then that's not me. <laughs> she's like, all right. Uh, uh, give me one second. Now, at this point, I've worked in the food industry. I know exactly what the fuck happened. Right. They lost my order. But I'm going to give them a second to try to rectify the situation. She talks to her manager. Her manager comes over. She's like, oh, what was it that you had again? I said, a small pizza and a salad. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Uh, it should be about 15 minutes. I was like, all right, I'm looking around. They're kind of busy. You know, they're not swamped, but whatever. Fuck it. So I was like, all right, I'll wait right here. 15 minutes go by. Nothing. 20 minutes. Nothing. Wow. So I walk over. I say, excuse me. Because at this point, my wife's called me at least two other times, you know, asking what's going on. Mm-hmm. Formed the situation, whatever. So I walk over, I say, do you know how much longer it's going to be? Uh, about six, seven minutes. Okay. I'm irritated, but I can deal with it. No seven way. minutes go by. Another 10 minutes go by. So at this point, we're pushing 40 minutes all over again. So I walk back over and I say, I'm sorry, can I talk to your fucking manager? You said fucking manager? Yeah. So so they're like, oh, hold on one second. So they go get the manager. Manager comes up and she's walking up with my pizza. Oh, here you go. And I was like, that took a long time. And she's like, okay, here's your pizza. I'm like, I had a salad with us. And she's like, oh my God, your salad's right here. So she grabs the salad, whatever. She's like, I'm so sorry about the weight. Would you like a soda? A can of soda. A fucking Just soda. A can. a can. Not even a two liter. So I was like, no, I don't want your soda. So I leave. I get home. I'm all pissed off. I didn't even eat it because I'm like, fuck that place. I don't even fucking want the pizza anymore. So then I realized that when I got there, I gave them my credit card, which they gave back to me, thankfully. But then I was like, holy fuck, did they charge me twice? Twice. So I called them. I said, hi, this is Adam. Let me speak to your manager. So the manager comes to the phone. She's like, oh my God, is your pizza okay? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not going to eat it. Did you charge me twice for my pizza, for my order? Because I paid for it over the phone. She's like, I don't think so. I'm like, well, can you find out? She's like, how much was your order? I said, I don't know. Like, I don't have the receipt. How You tell 
Looney, how much was it? Uh, hold on, let me check. Was yours $24.95? I don't know. It was $24.03, right? Does that sound right to you, $24.03? I don't know. Well, so after all that, I was just like, I'm never fucking ordering from there again. D-Rose, go fuck yourself with your pizza chain. Fuck Giordano's. Why? That's my long-ass fuck you for the day. Yeah, nice I don't, little story. I don't know if we even care if they want to sponsor us. That's kind of, yeah, fuck you guys. That's a fucked up story. Oh, wait, hold on. And then when she gave me the pizza, she said, I'm sorry about the wait. When you switch the order from delivery to pickup, it makes it take longer. Bullshit. How the fuck does that happen? How is that possible? How is that? That doesn't even make any sense. Does not make <laughs> the sense look, at all. The look I gave her was, Priceless. I would have been purely get the fuck away from me or I'm going to lose my mind in this year down those. Wow. Because how did, like, trying to switch and blame it on me at right. that point? That's, no, you got to lose, you lose business like that. Real quick. A lot. Well, we know so, Adam ain't never going so there So the Giordano's again. on Cicero, if you're a UTGH fan in Chicago, fuck them. Everybody in Ghana, if you come to Chicago, don't go to Giordano's. <laughs> go to Ever again. Pizzeria Uno. More in the Wichita folk. Do not go go to like Lou Malnati's or you Pizzeria Uno. Yeah. See, Lou Malnati's is total opposite because I had almost the same situation at Lou Malnati's. Not only did they give me that meal on the house, they said the next pizza's on them too. See, that's beautiful. Nice. That's all. You didn't even have to do that. Just admit to the fault. Right. But don't try to put it on me at that point. I'm going to jump off of your fuck you because I also have <laughs> another food fuck you. Another fast food fuck you. Another fast food that fuck you. That might be you. another. We might, if, nice. we, if we could squeeze another F in there, that's a whole <clears throat> That's like left. three more F's that we have mm-hmm. to fuck foxes, Fantastic Four, and fast food <laughs> fuck yous. So my fuck you for this week is Church's Chicken on 87th Street. So this weekend we had a shower for Adam and Maria and their new baby, expecting baby <laughs> Sebastian. And Jenny and I went to Jenny, my sister-in-law, or yeah, I just call her my little sister. We went to Garrett's on 87th to pick up popcorn, you know, as party favors for the guests. And it was about 11 o'clock in the morning, maybe 11.30 and we realized, hey, we're not going to be eating till like one o'clock so we're gonna be running errands until then maybe we should drive down 87th find some place to eat now churches has this promotional commercial where they're promoting these new little biscuit bites these crispy little biscuit bites they look amazing on the commercial big national campaign i guess and if you go to any churches drive past any churches there's signage all over the place oh crispy biscuit bites blah blah, blah whatever we walk in jenny just wants a chicken sandwich i want to try the crispy chicken bites just something light that we can eat before lunch big sign on the menu board we are out of crispy biscuit bites <laughs> And I said, damn, you guys are out of crispy biscuit bites? You know, no big deal. And the lady goes, yeah, we're actually wide because they were so popular. Really? You spent all that money on national advertising, which I know is expensive, but you couldn't spend enough money to make sure you're stocked on crispy biscuit bites? Okay, that didn't piss me off so much. Chick takes my order. It literally felt like I was at the airport and they're trying to check me into on a plane. You know, you go to the airport and they're like typing forever. Like my name is only so long. You know, there's what, five letters in my last name and six letters in my first? name you can't be typing that long it felt like that she's putting the order in she doesn't know how to use the computer which you know i don't understand i mean there's a button that says chicken sandwich we ordered two chicken sandwiches fries and a you know and a soda and it took her forever to put it in which mm-hmm. by the way the total came out to be like 650 which is awesome for two sandwiches fries and a soda and me right. and jenny were like nice. wow we should go to churches more often so you know? it's a nice. fuck you slash promotion no no <laughs> let me get to the fuck you so she takes forever to put the order in and we sit back and we wait then we wait another customer comes in they get served they wait a little bit but they get their food and we're still waiting Another customer walks in. She orders. She gets her food. She waits. And then she she leaves. Third customer walks in. And we're still waiting. They order. They wait a little bit. Actually, they wait so much that they just decide to jump in their car. So obviously, they've been to the churches on 87th before because they know that they're slow as shit. She eventually gets her food. And she takes off. Another customer. Fourth customer walks in. Now, we're talking about fried chicken. We're not talking about gourmet shit. It's not so much an open kitchen, but we can see what they're doing. You know, and it, and it felt like they weren't making our food. This was the fourth customer to come in the door. Now, I'm the only Asian in the place. And Jenny's the only Mexican in the place. <laughs> 
I don't know if I could call it racist or just fucking lazy ass workers, but for a fast food chicken place for us to take, we checked the time on the receipt. We checked the time that we walked out of there. 12 minutes to get our food. Really? So, so fuck you to the Church's Chicken on 87th Street in Chicago. First of all, I don't think there's a single Church's Chicken north of Division. I don't know where the closest Church's Chicken is to me. <laughs> not from the north side. Like, there's no churches anywhere near me. The only north. churches are Catholic. Not any fried chicken. I want to do a uh, fuck you to the city of Schiller Park. <laughs> and to the city of whatever the neighbor city is. I got pulled over. It was the day of the Blackhawks. When it was game six when they lost to the, to the Kings. I went out to Melrose Park. That hurts. Right? So <clears throat> I don't know the area. And it's not a well-lit area. And if you're going to put signs, put a light somewhere close so I can read your sign. And make sure there's no foliage all over and around it. So it doesn't even look. It looks like an abandoned block. And you can expect me to read that it says you can't go straight. When was that a law? I don't know. I go straight. The guy pulls me over, gives me a ticket. I said, why? He says, no seatbelt. I always put my seatbelt on. But he just needed to give me a ticket. It was close to the end of the month. So big fuck you to Schiller Park, Bellwood Park, Melrose Park, Stone Park, all you parks out there. Fuck you. Okay. Not the people, just the city. Edgar, <laughs> <laughs> you got anything? Well, my big fuck you to is to Pete's Fresh Market. Oh. Why, motherfuckers? Because I go into your store, spend my fucking hard-earned money, and you guys sell me shit that's rotten? Ooh. How fucking Ooh. cool is that? What was it? That's disgusting. Sopas and sour cream. Sour cream was oh. moldy? Yes. That's gross. Why don't they check? Ugh. So, I go home thinking, oh, I'm gonna have some sopas. Great. Bought, I mean, bought the meat, bought the sour cream, bought the sopas. Happy to go home and make myself something to eat. Open the bag for the sopas. These motherfuckers are moldy. Ugh. Black. Now, sopas shouldn't be black. Which Pete's Market was it? Pete's Market on 47 and Kedzie. Fuck you. They're moldy. Why should they be moldy? I checked the date. It said... September 14th. Great. That's three months. So why the fuck are they moldy? So I put them back, you know, in the bag, whatever. Go back out to Pete's and I return them. I told the lady. I straight up go up to her and I tell her, No tengo ni una hora que compre estas chingaderas. In English, it's not even an hour since I bought these shits. Why are they like that? Bitch tells me that I checked the bag. How the fuck am I going to check them when there's lettering all over and covering the whole thing? You're not supposed Ooh. to check the bag. You shouldn't have You're to the check customer. the bag, yeah. You know, what am I supposed to do? Open the whole bag and check every single fucking soap inside of the bag? All right. And then what? <laughs> you know, well, just, just Am I supposed to do that? Just to be ignorant, I would have went to the sope aisle and then grabbed every bag that was fucking moldy and just put them Check on the them counter. Check them in front of it, right? Yeah. Hey, you know what? Uh, I found these are moldy, so I don't know what you Hold do on. with the moldy sopes. Who wants to explain what a sope is for, our, sope, for the Wichita listeners? For all you Wichita homies and all my people out in Ghana. <laughs> do they have uh, sopes in Ghana? I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think they have Mexicans in Ghana. Well, we'll have to ask Idris Alba. Anyway, a sope <laughs> is like a deep fried tortilla, you could say. Todo tortilla, yes. It's a thick tor- tortilla, not like the skinny tortillas you're used to. It's a thicker tortilla, and you put a base of beans on top of it. Your meat, and some meat, cheese. I don't have to go that far. I just yeah. want to know what the consistency. It's like is. A, it's kind of like a waffle. It's like a tiny. It's, like a, it's the consistency yes. of a yeah. waffle. Almost yes. There we go. So that's a sope to you. Oh, you just been schooled. So I was so happy. I said, I'm going to make me some sopas finally. I get home and they're fucking rotten. Okay. So to make the long story short, she tells me that how come I did not check them. So I told her, what do you expect me to do? Take every single one of them and check them one by one? They shouldn't be rotten, should they? And she laughs. So at this point, I'm already pissed off because I can't have no sopas. 
<laughs> she just killed my fucking day. And then she laughs. So I tell her, I'm not fucking laughing. So she proceeds and she stays serious and she gave me back my money. Great. But the thing is, fuck you, Pete. You shouldn't have rotten food. Sour cream should not be rotten either. That's fucking gross. It had a little small, little small green dot on it. Well, it could be anything, but if it's green, it's fucking mold, right? What's so fuck you to Pete's? What brand was that sour cream though? BMB Supremo. And BMB Supremo is high quality shit that we have here in Chicago. So, did you check the date on that? Yes. And it's still good. It was still good. And it, it didn't expire till after September. I don't they know. Changing the dates or something. So nah, Pete's did. Market and BMB Supremo, fuck you both. Big fuck you. And it's not the first time this happened to me. It's happened. To me twice. So Pete's fuck you. Yeah, yeah, there's probably some mold in that store that you know they haven't cleaned Maybe up. there's yeah, some mold inside their factory or something, but some... that shit was rotten. That just sounds gross. I, don't I, I mean, even, I don't even care for sour cream that much, but moldy sour cream, you can kiss my ass. Right. I mean, <laughs> it's not it just hasn't happened to me. I have people that got you know that bought me from Pete's and it's been rotten. That's fine. So not fuck you, Pete's. Yeah, no, no Pete's. Don't nobody go to Pete's market. Like, either mar- either Pete's market or any other I, one. No, wait, I like the one on Palace. I just bought salmon from there and it was amazing the one that's next to the target yeah well maybe we oh. should reconvene in 48 hours and if you still have that opinion yeah maybe yeah. we'll ask you yeah. if I don't get violently ill no, I might I have a, a fuck you yes. yeah. I might jump on that fuck you for next week so fuck you Pete's market on 47 and Kedzie alright moving on to pissing on graves this week we're moving on to somebody who just died well known actor great fucking actor fresh uh, grave yeah brand new grave so this is gonna be a good one born 1928 this guy was in such awesome films as Marlowe, The Great Escape, was in TV show Maverick, Ooh, back yeah. in the day, and the movie Maverick. With, with Mel Gibson, I know you're here. Okay, I see where you go. I'm pissing on the grave of James Garner today. <laughs> who also a student of Jeet Kune Do, Bruce Lee's martial arts style, directly from Bruce Lee, who was teaching him. Also from one of your favorite shows, How I Met Your... No, not How I Met Your Mother. Eight Simple Rules? Wasn't he Grandfather Jim? I'd never seen it. But yeah, yeah, he wasn't it. My fuck you goes to James Garner for participating in a little movie that it's the torment of every man. The Notebook. Oh, oh fuck. Thankfully, I've never seen that. Look, man. You're so lucky. Is The Notebook a good movie? Debatable. Is it a bad movie? Not not really. But no. well, there's nothing special about that movie to me. Does Rachel McAdams get naked? No. She don't, I don't even think there's... She looks so fucking there's a, there's That's a, the only thing. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, that's it. But my thing is, it's... I'd rather watch me. Gone with the Wind is a better fucking love story. <laughs> but you're talking about Casablanca, one of the best, of the best love stories. But it's time. just... Girls needed something at that time to latch onto, and it became that movie. Well, that's what... That's like the millennial version of... It's like the Titanic and fucking right. Romeo and Juliet. It's our, like, it's our generation of Titanic. soon to be 50... 50 Shades of Gay? Yeah. yeah. 50 Shades of Gay, thank you. Which is probably responsible for the recent baby boom. Son of a bitch. Oh, okay, here's my thing about 50 Shades of Gay. You want to read that fucking book? Fine. Don't make it seem like that's some shit that's crazy. Like, oh my God, nobody's right. ever thought of this. <laughs> Watch porn! Right. Exactly. <laughs> that solves everything. It's that's your way to enjoy it's it. There. You know how <laughs> How much S and M shit is in there? Yep. How much real subtle S and M shit? Even the fucking Fabio romance books back in the day. You don't think those covered it? This motherfucker ties up a girl in, in a fucking necktie, and every chick's like, "Oh, that's just crazy." <laughs> How no, is that crazy? get the fuck out of here. I've seen saucier movies on my days off today, man. <laughs> and my parents were here all day, and I've watched better fucking porn than I bet is in those fucking books. So now we know what you're doing your days off, dude. Myself, I honestly <laughs> probably can say I have never even read a single. 
single letter from one of those books. Never will I. I mean, I don't know what the obsession is. It's like they just find something to latch onto, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know what it is. But to each their own, I guess. It's to each their own. My wife has read all of them. All right, Maria. That's not to say that I don't do my thing. I got two kids. I'm doing something. I've had sex at least twice. All right. <laughs> and every time I'm just like, why are you reading these books? She said it in a way that was good. She's like, I'm reading these books, but you're here. So that's a good thing. I'll give them that. Right. If it revs some women up to turn to the guy and be like, uh, yeah, I'm ready to go. Let's yeah. do this. I'm okay with that too. But yeah, James Garner, amazing fucking actor. Seemed like a really good guy, but you fucked up with the notebook. You've just been pissed on. Ooh. This has been Pissing on Graves. The James Garner edition. Well, shit, if that's the case, they should just make a 51 Shades of Grey then. <laughs> Getting married guys laid. What the fuck? I'm all for it, getting married guys laid. Yeah, yeah, why not? All about it. Why not? If I get married again, it's the same woman. Plain and simple. I'm not getting married again. I hope I don't get married again. That was, that was a lot of money the first time. Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, see, I want to get married again because we didn't do the whole church thing and Sandra wants to do the church thing. But I want to get married again because I want to get married by Kevin Smith. Ordained minister. <laughs> you know, I want to be on one nice. of those, uh, okay. what, what is it? Smarriage. Smarriage episodes. Okay. Which shout out to Kevin Smith and Smarriage and Hollywood Babylon. Shout out to that, that whole Smodcast group. Just letting everybody know that I am 27 years old and single. To all you ladies, I'm not married. No ring. Yeah, so... I'm never gonna talk about a wife or a girlfriend. Well, not, now they'll want to be with now. you. Yeah, now you just said that you're never Until gonna talk about me. all those girls. Just Once like, they oh, meet me, there you then go. I'll talk about them on this all day. Alright, his hair's not a joke either, so... Yeah, my hair's nice. <laughs> Very nice. Alright, moving on from Pissing on Graves, now we have Um, I Just Saw. This is the weekly little bit that we see something that strikes us during the week, so I'm going to pass it over to Alex. Go yes, ahead. I want to go first. I was raising my hand. I just saw the entire series of Breaking Bad. Oh, my God. I hey, never... I, I still haven't seen it, so don't know spoilers. Oh, wow. dude, cover your ears, my man. Cover your ears. <laughs> don't spoil it. Don't I'm spoil it. I'm not spoil it, but, just but I am going to tell you it. that everything that you hear about it doesn't even explain it. You have to experience the show. I'm not a big TV guy. I don't like TV shows very much, but Breaking Bad, every episode... Was was like a mini movie. I mean, just the entrance alone gets you hooked. Those cold openings yeah. where you don't know if it has something to do with the episode you're about to watch. Or you the have, last episode. Or the episode before. Or an episode in future series. In the next season. Sometimes it's not even in that season. I mean, the, the show is unbelievable. It was very well written. It was well acted. Incredibly that, well acted. That, that Brian Cranston, I believe his name is. Yeah. Amazing actor. Phenomenal. The guy who played Jesse Pinkman did a good job as Jesse Pinkman. I don't know if he's a good actor. But as Jesse Pinkman, he did. Yeah, I, I never saw Need for pulled Speed. pulled it off. Yeah, me neither. I wouldn't. Because I, I feel like that was just a tryout to take over for Paul Walker. He might be the new Paul Walker in this Fast I, 6 I series I or think, whatever. I don't think it's going to happen. I think you're hurting. You're, you're making a lot of Paul Walker fans right now. Oh, we've done yeah, that We're not trying to replace him. We're just episodes. saying. Yeah, you know, I don't doubt that. I think Breaking Bad is this generation's version of Friends and Seinfeld where, you know, you're Breaking Bad or you're Walking Dead. And you might like both, but you're one more than the other. And the reason why I don't don't doubt that is because I did turn to my little sister Jenny at one point and I go she's into Breaking Bad too but she's also you know slowly getting to Walking Dead she's a binge watcher Walking Dead she hasn't been mm-hmm. start since the beginning I've been since the beginning and I asked her Breaking Bad or Walking Dead and she goes Breaking Bad so there's got to be something in that show I mean I, 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 I mean I've seen... watched I've watched every episode of The Walking Dead with you almost and I've 
seen every single I own every episode of Breaking Bad and I'm still gonna say I mean five, it was only five seasons five, so Walking Dead might, might outlast it at, but yeah. at first I thought that was gonna be bad I was like how can you make it so short but it, it's perfect yeah, if, 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 if you would've drawn that show on any longer yeah. it would've lost its novelty right. of and I think the guy so I mean special. Vince Gilligan he knew that he knew yeah. that that was he said it, it was from time the to beginning go, yeah. Yeah. I think the reason that people might like Breaking Bad more is because as far fetched of a story as it is it's not unheard of in the real world it has happened mm-hmm. before regular people like teachers it will happen again and, and like meth heads are like, like the zombies of the real world right exactly <laughs> sure are the stuff that happens in the show happens in real life but it's like for people like us it's nice to be able to see it as From entertainment yeah. and not as real life activities you know like we just want to see it on our TV and I think that's why it's like it's a we phenomenon don't experience it, but it's, it's like we're seeing the real world be enacted for us so I really like the show I recommend it to anybody who hasn't seen a great 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 show now as the Walking Dead fan and not having seen Breaking Bad Walking Dead shout out to the Walking Dead sorry again Lauren Cohen for fucking up your name <laughs> I'll even admit that especially season 3 we talked about in the last episode there have been episodes of the Walking Dead where I'm just like really what the fuck was that come on Carl yeah. but are there any episodes of Breaking Bad where it's like you know five seasons no, it's five seasons every episode I can... is completely riveting and there are times where you'll see characters backslide mm-hmm. where like you'll see them progress and you're just like holy shit no, this person's gonna turn the leaf unbelievable but then sometimes they'll snap back into who they were yeah. and but not like how Carl is where it's like man he's maturing he's become more of a guy right. and then he does you know the same I'm gonna run off and kill a zombie by myself oh fuck I'm caught there's none of that it's like guys are starting to progress they get to a certain point and things happen mm-hmm. to them where they have to regress right. but in a realistic type of way it doesn't feel forced it's what anybody would do right. like man I'm doing my best to fucking fight this but mm-hmm. I'm caught in the situation yeah. I have it's, to do it the reason that it's so I feel that the reason it's such a hit and people like it so much is because it's not somebody who was a criminal his whole life he was a regular guy like us and then he you know the premises of the story guy gets cancer cooks meth he's a chemistry teacher alright so I feel like that whole thing that happened and it's like since he's not a career criminal and he decided I need to make a lot of money fast because I don't have much time that's what caught a lot of people's attention because we're not all career criminals you know what I mean and then just to see that progression happen and then you start getting that taste of the power that you're not used to and that's the most intoxicating thing I think in anything you do is that power and you see it consume him and it's amazing it's it's crazy that's when you realize as Walter White you start saying to yourself I'm not in danger I am the danger right that's the best that was the best line. All right. I mean, we gotta move on. We gotta move on. Yeah, that, I'm you know, behind. I'm behind. I'll take up that one. The Breaking Bad. So that's interesting because I have no much, much input on it. Adam always hates the criminal perspective movies series. But if, if you're to watch it, you could, you can. There, there's as, as messed up as, as it is much to as say, I like. As much as I like Walter, there's another guy that I root for in the movie or in, in the, the show. show. Absolutely, mm. me and too. That, that most people don't root for. I'm the same way. I hope it's the same guy I'm thinking. Yeah, it's like yeah. the opposite of him. It's just, exactly. And that's the guy. It's like. People see it as Walter White's the good guy in this, right? No, I like I saw it as he's the villain. It's because everybody knows it's cops. It's a cops and robber show. Mm-hmm. He's the robber. The cop is his brother-in-law, and he is trying to cover his tracks to make sure that he, the, the brother-in-law, doesn't find out. Which turns into a whole other aspect. Exactly. There's so many twists and turns. It's on so Netflix. Pathways. You get a chance to watch yes. it if you haven't seen it. Watch it. If you watched it already, fuck it. Watch right. it again. It's only I, five yeah, seasons. It starts off slow, guys. And the last two seasons are only six episodes. Right. Yeah. 
you know I'm gonna have to jump up. That Game of Thrones, Mad Men. Watch one this at a time. Game of Thrones. Okay. I'll tell Watch you this what. Before Mad Breaking Bad trumps them all. Yeah. It trumps them all. I, 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 I like watched, all those I've watched Game of said. Thrones. I have to. Game of Thrones is cool. Couldn't I get like it. it. Mad Men is. Yeah. I like it. I couldn't get but it. But I'm telling you, Breaking Bad Game of Thrones. is Lost. Better I never Lost. saw Lost. Okay. And I watched Lost. This is a true story. You could do with the corrections, and I promise you, it's correct. This is the highest rated show of all time. I got a 99 out of 100. All right. Moving on. Edgar, you see anything this week? Yes, I did. My thing is, flip flops should be banned. No chance. I have. Yes, they should fucking be banned. Cause toe fetish. If you have, if you like, I don't have a toe fetish. I fucking hate feet. Period. I like toes. I like heels. Sometimes I put a ring on the toe. It's okay. No, flip flop. I mean, painted toe. You gotta have some clean toes, girls, please. I mean, yes, yes. But polished. The only toes I love are my sons and my wife. That's it. But still, no other women. Had long conversations on this kind of shit. So we're good. I don't like no feet. Period. But it's not who wears a flip flop. You know, it's just flip flops should be banned. Period. Why? I'm at a red light. This girl crosses. What happens if flip flop breaks? She falls on her ass, face first on the concrete. <laughs> they should just be banned. Always. But when you put flip flops on in the morning, you're making a decision for the day. Yes. That if somebody fucking comes running after you, you're fucked. You're fucked. Plain and simple, you're fucked. Right, you better kick those motherfuckers off. Take and them just off. Run your you ass. Better chance. Yeah. All right. Hit. Throw, throw them at the person behind you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Same thing last week. A lady falls. Oh, no, no, no. Wisconsin Dells. A lady's oh, walking. Oh, this Wisconsin. This is Wisconsin Dells. I right? saw a guy with a Packers shirt today, by the way. She's, Did he, he have flip-flops on? No, he, oh. he didn't. Oh. That's another thing. Men shouldn't wear flip-flops, period. Can, can yeah. I add to yours? Go ahead. Thank you. That's exactly what I was going to. Women, flip-flops all day. I understand the winner. If you still want to do it, I'm all for it. But men... Shouldn't wear flip flops. Absolutely not. Sorry, I mean, please. <laughs> in between the toe flip flops has got to be the worst thing. I mean, and then you put socks. <laughs> but, like, I just know. Flip flops on men, no, I can't wear no open toe unless I'm going to the beach. Yeah. All right, I'm going to play my Asian card and say, hey, I'm Asian. I'm going to wear flip flops. So, yeah. what else? Fine. Shout out to Bung Lu Su, fellow Asian, plays Pai Gao all day with flip flops on. Flip flops should be banned, period. <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. No. Are you good? I'm good. Okay. All right, my, um, I just saw that. For some reason on cable, they decide to air bad 90s action movies. So I was watching only the strong. (laughs) Dude, I just want to start fucking start singing and beating ass after I watch that movie, like bongo drums. They just want to do a spinning hook to a motherfucker's face on the beach. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Then I watched The Best of the Best, which I don't understand why I didn't follow up The Best of the Best with The Best of the Best 2, but, um, yeah. They have Best of the Best 2. Yeah, but I mean, they're in cable. I would have liked to see it. You know, I don't don't understand why they didn't do Best of the Best of the Best with honors. (laughs) What the fuck? Men in Black Black reference. reference. Best of the Best. Yeah, with honors. I have this theory about 90s and 80s bad action movies and the progressive weight gain of Americans in general. Question. Is it bad because it's over-the-top action that's ridiculous, or is it bad because the story is terrible? What I just want to focus yep. on right now is those long workout montages. You know, those Rockies where he's like climbing those through are, the snow. I mean, you're talking to a guy who spends a lot of time in the gym, so those are my, I like those. those well, see, okay, see, that's hours. what I'm saying. That's where I'm getting at, all right? You know, I went to school at UIC, a school that was founded in the 60s, right? And if you go to those old classrooms, those desks are fucking tiny. I don't Shout fit in them, me. dude. I'm a big guy. I'm a big-ish guy. I sit in those 60s desks, and it's like, I can't fit in this shit. But then, you know, you go to the modern classrooms, and they're big-ass fucking desks. Right. Yeah. 
So I think progressively as an American culture, Time we're we we're getting bigger. bigger. We're just yep, getting bigger. Absolutely. It's our diet. It's the fast food market. Well, you want okay. So you want to point to Target. You want for yourselves. You want to point to fast food market. People want to cite. Oh my God, it's the corn syrup, and we don't use real sugar and soda anymore. I say fuck that. Look it's, at the, all those biscuits were sold out. Fuck that. It's not because of the diet. It's not because of the corn syrup. It's not because of the fast food market. It's because we don't have movies with workout montages in them anymore. Great. <laughs> that's that's the reason. That's my reason. That's my I'm reason. Big. Because you know what? When I finish watching only the stronger, best of the best, I just want to get up, move around, do cartwheels, and like fucking kick some ass. Even Eric Roberts jumps in it. Eric Roberts in a ponytail is beating ass. All of those movies, Karate Kid, Rocky, whatever. There's always a workout montage, and it always makes me want to just get up and like yeah. learn martial arts or something. Ruby, now you know why I'm fat. And maybe it's the Asian in me. I don't know. <laughs> and the other thing that I, I um I just saw was Real Steel. Um, That's not a terrible movie. I thought it was gonna be worse. You know what? Uh, if we ever do underrated movies again, I'm gonna say it's a modern day classic. Edgar, you gotta go back and watch that. Now you have a son. That movie is like the modern day Rocky. It's about boxing. But it's with robots. You know what? You're saying modern day, so yeah. Modern day robots. Yeah, big robots fighting. It. I mean, come on, honey. Big it's... robots fighting. End of day. Modern day classic has Hugh Jackman, have Wolverines in fucking it. The kids kind of, yeah. especially you know the father son kind of touching moments. You you're know, right, really get right. you root for the underdog. Father renews the relationship with his kid. You know what I like about the movie is that you don't see that often. Is that they made the robot wins the not so shiny one. He's not the shiny. Well, see, see he didn't win. So that's why I think it's a modern day Rocky because he took him to the limit. He took him to the limit. He took him to all. You know, it was like five rounds, but he took him all five rounds. Right. Just and like this Rocky. guy was ripping heads off of both yeah. robots. Yeah. I don't know. Just everything about that movie, the story. I, you know, maybe it's just bad that I'm a father and I have a son. You know, it kind of gets me a little more for the underdog. Big giant robots fighting. I mean, who doesn't love Anytime that? With me, like, I've always had a close relationship with my father. You know, me and my old man have always gotten along. And he's the reason I got started into a lot of sports. So anytime I see something where it's like a father-son, it's a tearjerker for me. Because, yeah. you know, you got the relationship with your old man. And, like, with you, you know, you say you have a son. I can see that being like... Yeah, to me, modern day classic. touching. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. All right, so that's my... um. We'll I just see, saw that. We'll see what happens when I get a son. I'll rewatch the movie, see how it feels. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird. It's life-changing. You, you hear that Will Smith, like, you know, just the two of us that song like came on the radio you know after my son was born and I'm like I never listened to this the same way again I'm gonna take my son into the backyard and be like everything the light touches is your kingdom <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what though if I have a son God blesses me with kids and one of them happens to be a son I am not going to tell him what team to root for I'll be like you make that decision my man because unless it's, unless oh, it's no, football 27 that. years fuck of that. heartbreak for me unless it's football fuck that unless it's like oh Packers absolutely for, for me to root for the Packers <laughs> for me to for everything but NFC North. For me to root anything. for the Packers, my son's gonna have to be like first string defense. Let me tell you something. For me, for me to root for the Packers, okay, I had to have gotten into an accident and I got amnesia, and my name is no longer Alex. Like I, I refer to myself as Jorge. I don't know something, but that's the only way. I will never root for the Packers. I don't know, man. Fuck the Packers. I love you, Wisconsin but Packers. Fuck you. Fuck Brett Favre. Fuck Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. AJ Hawk. Everybody, fuck you. Go eat some cheese, okay? Fucking stop playing football. You don't even deserve a team. Move to Milwaukee, at least. Please. No, no. If, if Jason... Fuck you, Green Bay. If Jason makes starting lineup Green Bay, fucking linebacker, <clears throat> then and only then, I'll buy his jersey. I'll become Other my that, son's agent. I'll, 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 I'll buy his jersey, trade. but I won't wear the motherfucker. Exactly. I don't know, man. If he gets you field side seats at Soldier Field... Shit, he give me... I, I will wear my son's clothes. jersey so if he gets wear, me. You'd wear a Packer jersey if... Absolutely if not, field, but I'd be on the sideline. But if they gave you field... If you said... 50-yard line seats. 
And 50, I have to put on the jersey. And you have to put it. And it's your son. Oh, it's my boy. It's yeah. your son. I'll put the jersey on. Put a bear's head on. <laughs> so, so people are gonna look at you like you're fucking crazy. Bro, I'm sorry, son. I love you, man. I hope you score the touchdown or black or whatever. But I'll never wear it till Packers team will be a stupid block of cheese. That's it. Nothing I'd eat, else. I'd eat the motherfucker. Anyway, let's move on because we're digressing. This week, I just saw Quarantine, which I saw today. The American remake of Record or Wreck. We've talked a lot about the movie, so I'm not going to wax poetic on the kind of thing. We, I really, really enjoy the movie. Jennifer Carpenter, underrated hot chick, I'm going to say. I think she's very hot. She's uh, very attractive. Great, great movie. Jay Hernandez even was really good in that he as a fireman. A, yeah. So yeah, great zombie movies about rabies, which it turns out that all the symptoms that they portray are completely accurate and it's right. a lot like what would happen if... If somebody with rabies did happen to manifest manifest thank you so quarantine i just saw that moving on next up we have comic cliff notes rodney you want to take this one yeah so this week we have a very special episode of comic cliff notes where we're gonna drop some knowledge on you booyah for those of you who are gonna go out this weekend and you better and see marvel's guardians of the galaxy this is friday well okay it's so it's not this friday, friday. That, that it's gonna be uh after it's Released. We're, After our podcast is released, it's going to be that upcoming. Oh, yeah, we're now recording Wednesday on July 23rd at the FTC. I'm going to spend the weekend editing. I'm going to post probably Sunday, which means the Sunday, the Friday of that Sunday will be the release of Guardians of the Galaxy. So Hold go on. see it. Bust out your calendars. Slow down. All right, now we'll keep going. <laughs> Support Marvel. Give everything back to Marvel. Render unto Marvel that which is Marvel. Fuck Fox's Fantastic Four. Daredevil. Vote with your dollars. We got Daredevil back. That's big news. I'm going to say we because, fuck it, I paid enough money to Marvel that I'm part of that company. So Marvel now. has its own studio, right? It's yeah. Marvel Studios. So how come Fox has Fantastic because, Four and Because and this was because before. They paid that much money. Yeah. That was when Marvel was like fucking broke. Yeah. That's when Marvel was like Marvel whatever was going you get. Oh, really? That's why that's why Sony has Spider-Man also. Yeah. Support oh, Marvel Spider-Man Studios works. I know this is kind of a reach for you guys. This is why we're doing this for you guys, especially the ladies who don't know anything about Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm going to break a little bit down for you, just so maybe to encourage you to see the movie and maybe you can kind of understand what's going on. Now, we were kind of conflicted as to which original storyline we'd like to explain because we don't know the direction that the movie's going to take. We kind of have an idea, but I think it's going to be the second incarnation of Guardians of the Galaxy, which features, obviously, Peter Quill as Star Lord. Yeah, not the old school one with Charlie 27 and all those awesome, awesome characters like Vance Astro. Not to take anything from them, they could have made a whole movie off of those guys, but this newest one was based more off of the whole Annihilation storyline, which was amazing as well, and then they revamped them. Certain characters like Star-Lord was in there, Gamora, who's been around forever. She was part of the Infinity Crusaders. Um, and Annihilation. Yeah, but this was back in the 90s, and so was Drax, but Drax looked completely completely fucking different than how he looks now Drex now he's all the, he's the all tattooed one. yeah he David looked more Batista. like the Martian hunter Batista. yeah he had a, a long purple cape and it's a badass like basically all those people were around back in the day they just had What's different the looks tree? behind Groot Groot oh, so let me break it down for you so Peter Quill Star-Lord he's basically the leader of the group the group kind of in general are outcast misfits some of them are the last of their race Peter Quill's backstory he's half human half alien but the half alien part is like a humanoid part you know the backstory is kind of he gets abandoned by his father or he thinks he gets abandoned by his father and ends up reuniting with his father. He's kind of an opportunist. What's his father's name? Jason. Nice. (laughs) Jason Quill. He's kind of an opportunist. I guess he was presented with the opportunity to be Star-Lord and then he missed on the opportunity and then he just seized it. So Star-Lord is a title? Star-Lord's a title. Your first film is Star-Lord. I think they're going to take an angle where he's kind of a comic relief of the movie, Uh but he's supposed to be more of like a strategist, opportunist, badass 
Kind of like Captain Kirk in the new Star Wars, kind of? Uh, kind of, not more... Kind of pushes his luck and relies kind of on his luck and skill. Yeah, but more of like an opportunist and kind of maybe more of a talker. I think Marvels might play him as a comic relief, judging on the commercials and the person that they chose for the role. Star-Lord is supposed to have some sort of special suit that allows him the ability to fly, super strength. He's supposed to inherit a gun from his father. He's supposed to have this mask that's kind of like a la Iron Man, where it can see stuff and like analyze shit. But we again, we don't know the direction that Marvel's going to take. This is just some backstory on some comic knowledge that we know. Guardians of the Galaxy in general is kind of like a random pull, but again, because Marvel's in that position where they don't own the rights to really most of their major players, they're kind of drawing from the bottom of the barrel. But ultimately, I'll get to in a bit, I think they're trying to build up the Thanos battle. because oh, it, it will be. Yeah. They, they have to cross those two teams over. And, and Josh Brolin is going to be playing Thanos in this movie, so wow. we're definitely going to see Thanos. Josh Brolin. Uh, he was in uh, Men in Black 3. I don't know who he is. Uh, yeah. He plays it's Thanos. good to know this, because yeah. I don't know much about Guardians of the, oh the Galaxy, so... It's good to know this stuff. Yeah. And then there's Rocket Raccoon. I know about him. I yeah. guess he's kind of second in command. You see him mm-hmm. in uh, Marvel versus Capcom or Marvel Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom three. I think he yeah, makes Ultimate an appearance. Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom. Ultimate 3. Marvel versus Capcom three. He's supposed to be a raccoon kind of guy. He has a walrus as a sidekick. He's supposed wow. to be the super expert marksman who prefers heavy machinery. Also a great st- strategist. Really great pilot. Oh, also I forgot to mention Peter Quill has some sort of relationship with a spaceship where it's like telepathic and the spaceship can rebuild. Yeah, it's almost like an organic spaceship. Yeah, yeah, that can also change into human form. Almost shades of uh, yeah. what Green Lantern did with the animated series with Arya. Didn't they say uh, on the trailer it said that the Groot was... Uh, his bodyguard. Bodyguard, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of Rocket Raccoon. Groot being his bodyguard. Groot is a tree kind of character, and I guess on Groot's home planet, he was kind of a sprout, eventually became Groot. And I guess the tree planet has some sort of animal slaves that help them and maintain them and prune them or whatever. And Groot ended up developing a relationship with one of his animal slaves, and then one of the other tree people attacked the animal slave, and then Groot defended him, and somehow you know Groot became banished, and the tree people eventually became extinct. That's kind of the short version. And that's like a reboot of Groot. Groot used to be more of like a scientist who tortured humans or studied humans. Yeah, that's that was something completely different. Yeah, yeah. He's been used before. Expect, spoiler, possible spoiler alerts. Groot's backstory kind of has a lot of self-sacrifice. He's supposed to be the emotional character. He's Rocket's muscle, so don't be surprised if Groot makes some sort of self-sacrifice because it's happened in the comics more than a few times, um, where he sacrifices himself as Rocket, but he Hopefully re- he drops his seed somewhere, though. Yeah. <laughs> Proverbial seed. What about Batista? character. What is his backstory? So Batista's backstory Drax. is Drax. He's Drax the Destroyer. The kind of backstory that I got out of him was that he used to be human. He, he's gone through several different incarnations. So we don't know what <laughs> incarnation this could possibly well, be. Well, this is more like the newer one. Back in the day, in like especially the 90s, Drax was kind of dumb, but he was huge. He's like on the same power level as the Hulk, also green. <laughs> this newer one, he's smaller. He has red tattoos all over his body, and he's a badass. I mean, there's no other fucking way to say it he's a killer and he has no problem no emotion behind it just kills just to fucking kill but he's a unstoppable good guy he's a good guy in the series but he's also he could turn back yeah he, he he's on that fucking weird line of good yeah, and evil. He, they're, they're kind of a band of misfits kind of like a la green hornet where he's you know posing to be well not necessarily but that's my best analogy green hornet he's kind of a bad guy but he's really mean a good guy kind of you so to go back on it kind of like the fast guys like people from fast 
Fast and the Furious. They're criminals, but they're being used as good guys. Yeah, I mean, uh, Drax... They're, they're misfits. I mean, if you think about it, the guy's yeah. ex-FBI. The other one is, you know, they're all hot wires and... Yeah, I mean, it's Drax has a long, complicated storyline, so it's not going to be conducive to try to explain it all here. Just know he's... He's the badass, yeah, he's, almost mercenary of the group. He's the he's basically the muscle. Take no shit. He's yeah. the Hulk. He, he'd be like the Hulk of the Avengers. Yeah, you're not... I don't know. I think Groot might end up filling that role. I think this guy's going to be more like... Of the Avengers, he's going to be more like Thor. Oh, he's the enforcer. Like, he's super strong. Yeah. Super badass. No just, emotion. Yeah. Just very plain Jane. Just, I'm going to take some he's of those his job with, some, yeah, yeah. with some knives and get the fuck out of my way. Kind yeah, of like, kind of okay. his backstory is supposedly his wife and daughter were killed. His daughter ends up coming back. But Thanos, another tie to Drax, supposedly kills his wife and child. And somehow, Kronos puts the spirit of his human body into this you know massive form hmm. known as Drax. Now, not I don't know if they're going to follow that storyline. I don't know they're going to do origin story. Know that he's the enforcer of them. I don't know if we consider him the muscle so much as Groot's the muscle, but just the, the no-nonsense, fuck you. It's David Batista, so don't expect a whole lot of acting. He's not going to win an I'm Academy glad. Award. He's he, doesn't, he, doesn't need, he doesn't need to have that. Yeah. So th- but I personally have to support David Batista because he's half Greek, half Filipino. Yeah, so, you know. So shout out to David Batista. We're rooting for him in WrestleMania, so yeah. yes. Yeah, sore topic there. What's well, a WrestleMania? Yeah, what is- oh, yeah, it's <laughs> wrestling. Yeah. Well, he was the only one rooting for David Batista. We'll have Eric back on. Shout out, to, on <laughs> shout out to Eric Pacini. Edgar's also a big wrestling fan, but you know, we'll, yes, I am. That, no, that'll be we'll, another. We'll have the two of you that's on the there, and, that's and the I'll fucking podcast. walk away. Yeah, yeah. Well, the three of you will be on the fucking podcast, and I won't be there. I don't know anything day. about wrestling, dude. I haven't watched wrestling since Stone Cold was wrestling. I haven't watched wrestling wow. since fucking Macho Man Randy Savage and fucking yeah. Jake the Snake were on there. God damn! <laughs> so the last time, twenty years ago, and which almost ten years ago. That's no longer, man. I, last time I saw it was eighth grade, dude. It was two thousand. Was the last time I saw wrestling. 14, 14 years, years ago. ago. Son of Look at us knowing math. <laughs> and, you, and you're the Asian one. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> get, get, getting back on track, that leaves us Latinos with... Latinos win. <laughs> that leaves us with Gamora. Oh, Zoe Saldana. Zoe Which, which so rumors bad. have I it... I about that one. Rumors have it. She's pregnant. Oh, God. And I didn't do it. I didn't did. do it. It wasn't me. Sorry, Actually, I might have done it. Who knows? Bradley Cooper? I thought about doing it many Bradley times. Bradley Cooper? What? No, yeah, no. She, I mean, she's, she's, she's married. too. He's got amazing eyes. Bradley Cooper? Matthew McGann. No, no. She's married. She has a husband. Oh, yeah, she's, she's, yeah. You know, she's Bradley, not with Bradley Cooper. I no, thought she was. No? no, say Bradley Cooper again, though. Yeah, say Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper playing Bradley Rocket Cooper. Raccoon. <laughs> Zoe Zaldana Gamora another Titus Thanos kind of uh, I guess her family was murdered another murder and uh, Thanos actually adopts Gamora why can't she never be her skin color in any movie <laughs> she wasn't Colombiana <laughs> she sure was yeah her natural self yeah. and in the A-Team wasn't she in like A-Team or uh, the Losers she was in an A-Team one of those she's, she's Losers yeah. Losers, Losers yeah. Yep. but yeah she's supposed to be trained by Thanos uh, master assassin uh, badass chick and she might play a role in the Thanos battle in terms of betraying her the father who adopted her and helping out the Avengers when we ultimately get to that point so look out for that kind of stuff but that's um, cool. Zoe Zaldana's Gamora's role Zoe Zaldana's gorgeous man yeah. she is man. in Guardians of the Galaxy she might need a little bit of a sandwich but I'm okay with it did I miss out on any uh, Guardians no not really it's all of them right I mean it's too complicated of a history to try to cover all of it yeah you know when you go yeah, see the know. movie maybe bring like a little something to write don't bring your cell phone bring a little something to write down names Guardians of the Galaxy Galaxy, traditionally a tough read because it's worlds that have funky names and there's all different kinds of characters that come into play. Yeah, we haven't even talked about the Nova Corps yet. Yeah, kind of hard to follow. Basically, the Marvel's version of the Green Lantern Corps. Fuck that. Wikipedia. I'm re- researching that shit tonight. Yeah, I mean, even 
even if you Wikipedia, yeah, you're gonna find you do different directions. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah but, hard. but just do it. You know, it's it's a fun read. Support okay. Marvel. Fuck Fox's Fantastic Four, unless Kate Mara gets naked. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on from Comic Cliff's notes, we are going straight into over under. This week's over under are musical albums. I'm gonna go with underrated. I spoke about them a little bit last week. Nerd's In Search of is underrated to me. Great, great album. Awesome fusion of rock and hip hop. Had a lot of hardcore elements. They did a few really popular songs, Lap Dance, Rockstar. Overrated, I'm gonna go with Ja Rule, Vinny Vidi Vici, or whatever the fuck that was back in the day, because I could wow. not stop hearing about that bullshit. Was that the What Would I Be Without You? No, no, this is his early shit with Murder, Murder, yeah. all that kind of thing. <laughs> that was like 2001. Yo, if I had to hear about Dude, that fucking album one more time. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm taking it old, but still, if I had to hear about that fucking album that one more it. time, I was gonna fucking lose my mind. So, overrated, underrated, there you go. NERD, anybody's got a problem with them, you come see me. Oh shit. Oh yeah. What you guys got? I'm gonna go, I think underrated, I don't think it got the reception that it should've was Kanye West's Graduation. I think Graduation pretty much the first. Say underrated? That's his I'm third album. I'm saying underrated, yes. His third album. That's his yeah. third album. Because, mm-hmm. I, and it was underrated because they they were giving more love to the first two that came out. Mm-hmm. Especially the f- college dropout got way more yeah. Jesus, acclaim. Jesus Walks was late on. Registration. That was That was in late registration. What about uh, Harder, Faster, Stronger? That Stronger was in Graduation. Okay, yeah, so that that's the one you're talking about. That's yeah. what I'm talking about, yeah. yeah. But it's still, like he said, yeah. the first one broke him out. Right. Everybody was, also, was like. Part two, he got a little bit darker. Right. Gold Digger was what? Gold Digger was two. Okay. But That's yeah, gra- late graduation. I feel graduation even just the first, the first track. Yeah. Of graduation. Good just, morning. Right. Ooh. Everything. Just like the intro. The intro is a hit. Sick. The only one I don't really like and I can still listen to is Barry Bonds, the one with Lil Wayne. Yeah. And I, I used to hate Lil Wayne. Wait, which one was Windy City? That's Homecoming. That Homecoming. Oh, okay. That's with the uh, guy from Coldplay. Mm-hmm. Chris Martin. Right. I used to not like Lil Wayne. Adam knows. I used to hate Lil Wayne. I still do. And as I matured, I just take music for its entertainment value. It's just like wrestling, guys. Like, you guys yeah. like wrestling. Sure, yeah. It's fake. It's all planned yeah. out. It's all scripted. But mm-hmm. it's entertainment. You guys like it. Right. And right. sometimes some of these boxing matches, I'm sure, are also fucking... Scripted, yeah. scripted, and it's all entertainment. Was yeah. football is entertainment? It's all entertainment. So I just listen to the music. The beats might get my head moving a little bit. The lyrics are so dumb that make me laugh. I, can't I get entertained, voice, right? The voice, like Drake. I don't think Drake has much substance to his. To, no, like, wow. Drake, Drake, Drake is Little Wayne with a different voice. Right, he doesn't have as much. And when I mean substance, I mean something like uh, uh, MC that's like Mos Def or oh. a Common or Pharrell, Black Star, or exactly like CRS, like all these guys. Child Rebel Soldier oh, Like I wish they would've Made more But these guys have Content behind their lyrics There's actual we're, we're, we, Substance There's, there's substance there's, there's, to it It's not just mindless You know They're thinking about it These are guys That are really educated These guys Maybe didn't go to high school But they I mean I mean college But they take the time To read the thesaurus Take the time To read the dictionary Oh Jay Z uh, Read the they, dictionary They do breakfast. You know They go like They want to keep up With current events They want to culture themselves Like these guys Who want to culture themselves And rap about it They're not the most successful rappers but they're the best rappers and then I'm gonna go with the most to me overrated I'm gonna go with Magna Carta Holy Grail I just feel Jay-Z anytime you say Jay-Z people are gonna go buy it it's mm-hmm. Jay-Z it's his albums are gonna get bought they're gonna get like post Kanye West after graduation it's a given that it's all gonna be sold out Jay-Z too yeah, I don't I think it was I, feel like, my, I think it was my least favorite Jay-Z album but I feel like mm-hmm. Jay-Z's been rapping about the same thing since over the Black and over. Album. since he started wow. since the Black album and it, it's just like 
like like Blueprint three onto the next one. It's all kinds of onto movies. The There's just so much going dude, you gotta on. You got to give it up to onto the next one. I'm dude, saying like I'm not I'm not that one bashing on Jay Z, but what I'm saying is Jay Z definitely has the help of the media. The media backed him for one reason or another. The media got behind him. It was and for one reason or another, the way he did though, huh? It was ballsy of him to release it just the way free. that he did. Free to yeah. Android users. Yeah, the, to Android users. That, that's but, that's mean, true. But it's like that was a gimmick. At I just feel like you know something or like I said for some reason or another people got behind Jay-Z I mean you could say I mean technically I hate using racial terms but you could say Jay-Z and Beyonce are, are like the black version of who the Osborns I don't know like some famous white group you know some famous white couple like the Kennedys it might even be the Kennedys of hip hop I mean I'll give you they'll, that they'll be the Kennedys of hip hop I don't like who Beyonce's turned into I don't I've never liked Beyonce anytime I mean, any either. Destiny's Child song or Beyonce songs on the radio she turn it, she's not the same person she she's was not she, she definitely changed in, in a bad way yeah she's changed you know and it's just like she's trying to be Rihanna and it's like listen you're about nine years older than her it's like, like I feel like with women too they should just mature like the guys too I'll give it up to Jay-Z Jay-Z oh, yeah. matured with his raps he did his style the way he presents himself the way he presents his businesses everything he matured he got it he got it he goes like because this isn't a color thing people say like oh he's not black he's not keeping it hood this and that why, why do you have to yeah. keep it hood to be a rapper mm-hmm. why I don't have to have sex with random people and do drugs to be a rock star you could be a rock star without that why do you have to be hood ghetto not black but just hood and ghetto because there's hood and ghetto white people hood and ghetto Mexicans why do you have to be hood and ghetto why do you have to rep that lifestyle to be a successful rapper you don't have to so that I'll give to Jay Z but his album overrated oh, actually record. that's kind of what on to the next one's about well there's a record that I that stands out to me that's pretty good when it came out I don't think it got the notice that it is should have gotten Timberland Shock Value. Wow, that one was a good record. Now, to I me, mean, it was. I'm gonna say that his older albums with Magoo, I think, were better. Not saying well, Shock yeah. Value was wasn't bad, but, good, but like Under Construction was Under Construction ridiculous. Was awesome. But at that time, he wasn't what he is now because he's I, I think, for I think doing he was always, I think, and he's just like a Pharrell. Like they were always people knew who they were. I think he was somewhere better. Yes, because yeah. yeah. he always collaborated out. with right. a lot of higher exactly. people. So when he came out with his own record, Shock Value, I thought it was Hold it was beautiful. On. To correct that real quick, he came out with an album called In the Basement. Oh, so and Shock Value was the second one. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, besides okay. the one that he came out with, Timbaland and Magoo, because they had a couple albums that had like. Jumps the boogie and shit like that. Okay. Yeah, in, in the basement was his underground album. Yeah, that that shit was so oh, that yeah. shit was so fucking awesome. That was See, the first time. Yeah. that was the first time they had. Listen to that was the first time I heard Ludacris on Fat Rabbit was that's, on that oh, fucking. That's album. crazy. Oh shit! And that was before it came out on his album. Yeah, yeah. So mm. Fat Rabbit, one of the best fucking Ludacris tracks, one of the best tracks. Period. I'm gonna Luda say. Is sick. So anyway, proceed. But yeah, to me, I think Shock Value didn't get what it publicity uh, should have gotten. Yeah, but it was a good fucking record, plain and simple. He did songs with Nelly Furtado. Really? They were pretty good. He did songs with the Hives. That was a good song. Yeah. He took chances. He took yeah, chances he that a lot of people wouldn't have done. Yep. So, to me, that's a good record. I like it. It's still my favorite one. I'll give you that. I play it. I still play it to this day. Should I still play songs off there? That came out, what, seven, six years ago? Yep. Still fucking amazing Damn, to me. Was that long ago? Yeah. yeah. 2006, 2007, whatever it was, but it's still a great, so great record to me. You didn't even have facial hair, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so what do you got as your overrated? Oh, like he said, the uh, Magnum Carta. Too much publicity just because it's Jay Z. Okay, great, he's awesome. We all know that. Don't now. That's, but, not, that's not to say it didn't have good tracks on it. But it the had album couple, itself yes, was it, 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 it had a couple songs. Yes, you know because this is what the thing. The reason I'm going with that is because Jay Z is going with the uh, I'm super sophisticated, like I'm European, looking like, me this and that. That's cool. I like it, Jay Z. Magna Carta. One mm-hmm. of the what, what was it like? The first famous book of all time was, and then obviously the Holy Grail religious 
aspects behind it, but it's, it's just it's Jay Z. I'm gonna tell you what though, that Justin Timberlake Jay Z concert was amazing. I heard it, it was amazing. amazing. I, I heard it. Oh my from god, from everyone, dude. it this, was amazing. That's yes. another thing. It's like yes. Jay Z and, and Justin Timberlake. I I just feel like there's great other, collaboration. Chance the rapper, by the way, Chance the rapper, his acid rap album, I think is better top to bottom. Wow. Than Magna Carta, Holy Grail. Wow. So you took a chance on that one, though. I did. A chance. I, I like Chance the rapper. I think he's dope. I think he's a dope rapper. And it's an ABBA. <laughs> I still, I still prefer Shock Value over Magna Carta. Too Sorry, all right, well, Sorry. I yes. think I will too. But Jay Z, yeah, he's still awesome. I'm gonna switch gears or switch genres, if you will. My overrated album, Edgar. I don't know how you're gonna feel about this. Oh, you're sitting across from me. Shit. Metallica's Black Album. Oh. Overrated. Now, don't get me wrong. What? Nobody hates Enter the Sandman, but as a oh. hardcore classic Metallica fan, if you listen to End Justice for All, Ride the Lightning, Master of Puppets, the Black Album is their the black albums you know play on the Beatles it's their it's their vanilla shit it's their no, it's I their mainstream music it's the music that they put out to get people in Billboard to fall in love with them and to me Metallica had so many points where they I really felt like they sold out fucking when they stood up against Napster it's fucking bullshit man you started yeah. out as an underground rock band you signed autographs for every fan and now all of a sudden you're bitching because you want to get paid but the Metallica Black Album I'm, uh, granted has a lot of great tracks but it's too mainstream for me it's not hardcore Metallica it's bluesy Metallica yeah. nothing else matters like the slowest song they have still a good song but I appreciate you're taking your chances but you lose your identity right. it's too commercial and then if you look at the albums after that load reload it got just it just got worse and worse appreciate the chance that you took with the classical music but to me it just wasn't you overall overrated album go get Master of Puppets go get And Justice for All and then you know the real Metallica I but, can't speak too much on Metallica and that I just know the famous songs I'm not gonna lie I just know the songs that are popular I, I don't like but touching on what you said I do know some buddies of mine who are huge Rockheads, they love Metallica, and they said oh, yeah. that they lost a lot, close to a lot of respect for them when they came out with that album. They said that yeah. in their attempt to go mainstream to, to super mainstream, yeah. where they wanted to be on, we want to be on MTV five, now. Yeah, exactly. be on MTV. They said that they lost their edge that they had building up that fan base. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, you can't hate Metallica for doing that because they took a chance. At the end of the day, they did. They got families to feed, and, and, they and I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a bad album. I'm saying it's overrated. I mean, it's not I as good Metallica, as Metallica. Yes, but. After they did that stuff with Napster because shit that's how I downloaded my music yeah you're right Metallica <laughs> he's not a little bit down you know, you know personal wise but what? I still love Metallica plain and simple I still love Metallica uh, underrated albums I have a handful Green Day Dookie start to finish incredible album the bonus track on that's hilarious the Weezer the inaugural album the Blue nice. album mm-hmm. um, start to finish gotta listen to that I like, if, I like, I like that. Weezer I saw them, Weezer's I, dope I saw them live with Foo Fighters underrated you want to talk about, oh, to talk about two groups that you would never think Foo Fighters what? Damn, those two were together. Foo Fighters yeah. with damn. This was back what? in like 2004. And, and you know and, what? And that's when they had. They still had big hits then. Oh, yeah. You know, you got yeah. Beverly Hills just came out. If you listen to that Weezer inaugural album, like here, the stuff that you hear on MTV is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, Buddy Holly is kind of an okay song. Not crazy hits. about it. Sweater, great song. My name is Jonas in the garage for no one else. They had an acoustic set at the because they had Foo Fighters on first, damn. and then Weezer, mm-hmm. and really? Weezer closed it out with an acoustic set. 
I was like, oh, what the fuck? Nice. There, 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 there's a it cult. It worked out really well. There's well, a cult Weezer's following. coming to the right, right, but it's this year, so... There's a cult following Weezer. Weezer's. Yeah. There's, dude, there's a dope-ass concert. Dude. There's going to be a lot of fans that Good I haven't band, heard of. They, they do a cruise. Be here yeah. soon. Weezer was one of the first bands to do a cruise. And, really? You know, they, they do a cruise, and everybody goes there's to the concert. Tour. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. So talking about concerts, I'm actually going... I mean, I don't count DJ Fest, like, you know, Ultra Fest and all those. I've been... I haven't been to Ultra because that's in Miami, but I've been to Spring Awakening. I went to Wayfront before they stopped it because now they moved it to the river. Those aren't concerts. Those are outdoor... Those are like sessions. Those are outdoor mm-hmm. clubs. You just go there, maybe you take a mile, and not saying I did, but, it, but you go there, you party, have a good time. But um, it's like I said, Entertainment Valley. My first concert, I'm going to it on August 5th. It's going to be the Wiz Khalifa Under the Influence Tour. Purely Entertainment Valley. It's just, I find him hysterical. His raps are hysterical. That motherfucker sucks Juicy to me. J is so funny. <laughs> I mean, it's just... He sucks. I, I just... I like it. To me, it's entertaining, and it's... I'm not saying the substance behind the music is good. It's not... It's, it's not. It's not. Let me save you the suspense. It's, it's very not good. entertaining. It's, I believe, it to be entertaining. But yeah, that's a fun fact. It's my first concert ever that I'm going to. My last underrated album, Start to Finish. Gotta listen to it. Anybody who's anybody who claims hip-hop or rap or house voice. music, License to Ill. You gotta get License to Ill. House music is nothing without those drops. You wanna talk about rap and rock mix? Everybody knows Fight for Your Right to Party, but things like Paul Revere, She's Crafty, all those songs, every DJ bites Paul off of that Revere album. is one of my favorite songs. I mean, just the drop on that beat is so nasty. It's just like the... sounds like they're sucking air out and putting it back in at the same time. It's... it's No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Yeah. No Sleep Till Brooklyn. No Sleep Till Everybody... <laughs> no Sleep Till Brooklyn. There goes the Asian in me again. No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Everybody bites off of those DJ tricks, flips, drops, yellow pages, Reverses Everybody bites off that You can't be hip hop Rap House music Without being homage To the Beastie Boys License ill Get that album Listen to the coming. whole thing Start to finish <laughs> Alright Moving on We got Top 5 We're trying to top 5 I think that might Just be a new name Of that section The top 5's That aren't top 5's Top 5's That's top a good fives. name The not so top 5's Anyway We're doing stand up comedians Three of them That are on my list Are not The types of comedians To curse prevalently They might throw in A curse word here and there But they don't curse A lot First one's Seinfeld of course Love Seinfeld stand up I think he's a very funny guy Dry humor Who are these people? Arguably one of the Kings of observational humor In terms of stand up Secondly is Bill Cosby Actually Bill Cosby himself If you ever get a chance To watch it One of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life And I've seen a lot of Fucking stand up And now that I'm a father You know Seeing how he talks About his kids With the whole Brain damage All that shit Perfect Amazing And today Actually watching something With my parents Who were here Sinbad Sinbad wow. Especially in the beginning Of the 90s has to be one of the funniest motherfuckers I've ever seen in my life. When he talks about how his mom used to whoop him and stuff like that and how she knocked his ass right off one time when she whipped him, awesome. Mixed in music with his stand-up in a great way. The other guys I'm going to throw out there are Eddie Murphy. You you talk about stand-up comedy, you don't mention Delirious, you're out of your fucking mind. Mm -hmm. Talks about Richard Pryor a little bit, talks about Michael Jackson, talks about Bill Cosby and his foul, still, still, foul. All that shit, amazing. We got McDonald's. All that shit. All the shit. Ice cream! Ice cream man is coming! All that. Perfect. I guess no one ever remembers them of the old yeah. stand-up comedy guys. Like I'm, you said. I, I missed I miss that shit. Mine were Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Great guys back in the day, you and, know? And Richard Pryor's first stand-up televised stand-up sucks. Yeah. I'm sorry, but he, he got, he, better, he got better at it. And he's he one awesome. of the kings also. Louis C.K. Yes. has to be easily, yes. easily one of the best. If you don't watch Louis C.K. stand-up, you're an idiot. Are, you, are we talking stand-up or just comedians? I think just stand-up. Stand-up? Stand-up. Yeah, yeah, stand-up comedians. Because okay. if you just go 
illustrated comedians, then you jump into like movies. Movies and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, this, yeah. Is just, this is purely stand up. Okay. So, yeah, I think those are my five. For once, I actually think I can keep it at five for Same once. Same five again? Start five, four, three, one, what is it? Bill Cosby, Sinbad, okay. Seinfeld, Louis C.K., and Eddie Murphy. I thought okay. you were going to tell the story about how Nelson met Sinbad one time. Yeah, he met Sinbad waiting in line to, to meet who Ken was Griffey it? Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah back King in the day. Wow. He said he was funny as shit, even in line. So, it seems like a really nice guy. Super tall. Yeah. Really? Divorced his Sinbad, wife yeah. back in the day and then remarried her. Same wow. woman. So, big props to you, Sinbad. You were also an awesome, awesome cameo in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, I didn't see it. You were not expecting that. The one episode that he's in with Rob Thomas <laughs> in, in a mental institute what? had it been one of the greatest fucking Everybody things I've ever seen in my life. fun of Rob Thomas. <laughs> oh, my six. God. So, yeah. Those are my top five stand-up comedians. Somebody else go. Oh, Alex, Well, my top five stand-up comedians, I'm going to go with just based off of accomplishment. Because, you know, for the top five for me, like, I got to be everybody. You can't just be to one specific group. So, like, George Lopez, most people would think would be in mind, but he's not. Because he just tries to, he knows who his crowd is, and he goes toward that crowd. And he knows, hey, I'm going to get some of these white guys. They're going to be like, oh, that's funny. I'm going to jump on his bandwagon, too. But he goes more for the Latinos. But for me, I think, for me, number five is going to be Cheech Marin, or Cheech Marin, however you want to pronounce it. Wow. Reason being, Cheech Marin was one of the first ones to give us, as Latinos, a voice. I mean, granted, the majority of the Latinos are going to be Mexican, so. And when he first started talking about his comedy, if you look at his first stand-ups, he wouldn't say Mexican like yeah it would be Mexican Americans but he would include Latin Americans too you know he yeah. would include all those people into his comedy so he was like a crossover star he was the first comedic Mexican American crossover star I'll give you that to me mm-hmm. so he's my five four and I'm gonna have to go from what I know from my generation because some of those older jokes they're funny Richard Pryor's funny but that's before my time so some of the stuff that he says is not as funny to me as it would be to some other people so for me number four I'm gonna go with Jim Gaffigan. I think Jim wow. Gaffigan is hysterical. He's very funny. I think wow. he is so uh, funny. Pockets. Yes, because yes. I mean, the way he just cuts back and forth, he does his voices mm-hmm. of what people are thinking, what people are saying, and you still get it. He doesn't confuse you. He doesn't lose you. It's all hysterical. Anybody from anywhere could understand his comedy. I think it's it's really funny. Gabriel Iglesias, to me, I think is hysterical. Fluffy? Oh my oh, yeah. god. I, I think he's overrated. Oh my god. Not, not to say he, he doesn't. He's not he's not he puts on a good show. He moves around. He gives you what you paid mm-hmm. for, what you came to see. You start laughing, you went laughing. And, oh, I, wait. and I'm saying, oh, this wait. is my generation. Hold on. Real quick, there's somebody I forgot to add. Although, his stand-up doesn't really count as stand-up. It's more like a one-man show. That's why I didn't really want to add him. John Leguizamo. Oh, I would, I I would I'll kind of put him in the comedy. No, I'm, it's funny. I'm like, he, yeah, but, but it is a one-man yeah, show. It's more yeah. like a one man. His mambo mouth, that was a stand-up yes, comedy. Yes, fucking ghetto clown. The new I just saw that. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway. Very emotional, though. Yeah. Okay, so five, I got Cheech. Four, I got Gabriel. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, five, Cheech. Four was Gaffigan. Three was Gabriel. Two, Aziz Ansari. Oh, guy, yeah. he is... Man, dude, that guy has me in stitches every time. Him and Russell Peters. Yes, are. and Russell Peters is going to be number one. Oh, wow. Yeah, sorry. Russell Peters is number one, and Aziz Ansari. And then this is the thing that gets me, so people can see this. Russell Peters is not only is he an Indian, he's Canadian, okay? <laughs> So, for a Canadian to be able to make me laugh that much and put him up there, no offense to Canada, much love to America's hat, eh? but it's like... 
<laughs> the guy is hysterical. His accents are funny. His voices are funny. He's smart. He's very educated the way he makes his jokes. So that's my top five. Wow. Honorable mention. The only reason I didn't put him in the top five is this because... This is Watch Mojo. He's over... I love that, by the way. Is uh, Kevin Hart. But I think he's getting he's, he's getting too much now. Yeah. It's, yeah. There's his, too much... His newest one was good. Oh. The whole, get fire on these bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he goes, I have it over there. That's you know what's just... funny for him? He's explaining the horse. He's like, okay. <laughs> if you ever get a chance to watch Let Me Explain, awesome, awesome stand-up. It's on Netflix him. right now. When he talks about his daughter talking back to him in one of his older podcasts. <laughs> yes. To see the first... This one, like, I'm a little grown man. Oh, yeah. Funny. Or when he talks about women's heels buckling. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like They don't fall, they buckle. Look it up, it's on Netflix. It's, Check it out. What's his, what's his safety word? Cheeto? No. Uh, pineapples. Pineapples, yeah. Pineapples! Pineapples! <laughs> Alright, moving on. Yeah, but really, he's, he's being endorsed by vitamin water now? Really? Really? Oh, uh, man, dude, the beef jerky's got athletes now. The, beef the, jerky has Richard Sherman, who's one of the most popular athletes right now. Kevin Hart's blowing up right now. Oh, he's unreal. He's got, like, three number one. Yeah, this is the thing movie. I'm always afraid of People who are awesome Like super funny Like him Dave Chappelle When it gets to it, they, It's too much And they, it doesn't become Oversaturated But he's dealt with is Some bad too much? shit Like Soul Plane Right okay, But Soul no. Plane Is still kind of funny Like if you kind of Go back and watch it A second and third time I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna there. tell you What launched Kevin Hart Into stardom And anybody that wants To argue with me Come see me 40 Old Virgin 40 Old Virgin yes. yeah. 40 Old Virgin yeah. Everyone's just like Who's that little Motherfucker he's And I was just like that's the motherfucker from Soul Plane. Yeah, that's the guy from but, Kevin Hart. Didn't we see 40 Old Virgin together? Yeah, we did. We saw a lot of Forty. Oh my god, man. Wow. That movie, I was in, I was in tears. You know what movie we oh, saw bro, together that I don't think we stopped laughing was uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Dude, I had to leave. I laughed so hard during Forgetting Sarah Marshall when he had to kill the pig. I had to go <laughs> into the hallway. I was laughing so hard. Because he goes like, stop being a baby. You look like a big baby. I was, dude, I was dying. He's like, I'm sorry. Amazing. You sound like you're from London. Yeah. <laughs> Paul Rudd. Wow. Dude, Paul Rudd never ages, by the way. That motherfucker looks the same. As yeah. yeah. Go Marvel's Ant-Man. He's Sorry. Ant-Man? Yeah. Hell yeah. I, don't, I only have a couple of comedians that I can add to that list that surprisingly haven't been mentioned. Mitch Hedberg. Oh, yeah. If you have not oh, seen Mitch Hedberg's comedy, he gone. Tragic, Tragic Gloss. He's dead. Oh. But kind of uh, sarcastic, dry, kind of ironically funny type of comedy. One of his lines was, a fly was almost named a land because that's what it does 50% of the time. <laughs> the Do the rice kind one. Of humor. Do the rice one. What's the rice one? I don't know the rice one. The rice is rice is the kind of thing that rice is an awesome food because if you're hungry, there's a million of it or some shit like that. R- rice or, is the only thing that I feel comfortable eating in the thousands of or something. Yeah, so, <laughs> something <laughs> that effect. Oh, right, rice is the kind of thing where if you're hungry, oh, I don't know, I can't remember. I don't want to, I don't want to butcher it either. Fuck it. YouTube, Mitch Hedberg, underrated comedians of our generations, tragically passed, drug problem. He was very oh. nervous when he'd perform. That's why he always wore sunglasses. Yeah. Oh, okay. And you know, I know David Merkel, your position. Shout out to David on. <laughs> Giving, being sympathetic towards people who died because of drug problems but he's a legitimately funny guy no, but here's the thing too with that going on it I'm sorry that's a real disease man there's something already in your body in your brain that as soon as you try that you're gonna be hooked on it because there have been people who have tried those drugs and don't get addicted we're not gonna get into that yeah, yeah. we're not that's branching but I could see politics. but I could see yeah. how you guys would sympathize with that because it, it is a sickness no, no. man I'm just saying he's for the guy. I'm just saying he's underrated comedian YouTube Mitch Hedberg do it when you get home 
Boom. Hilarious. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Pause right now. now. Do it. Look it up. Do it. I will. But Dimitri Martin. I knew it. I fucking knew you were going to say Dimitri Martin. Dimitri Martin person, if you have Netflix, it's on Netflix. If not, it's hard to find on YouTube because you'll find it in bits and pieces. But person, one of the greatest comedy series that I've ever seen. Same type of humor where it's kind of dry, irony, with visual aids, with some music talent. You got to catch it. Like, he's one of those guys that he'll say something and he's moving on to the next joke when you just caught the first one. Yeah. And it's like, oh, shit. They're thinking jokes. Like, why do they say if you live in a glass house, you shouldn't throw stones? I think it's quite the opposite. If you live in a glass house and you're trapped in a glass house, by all means, throw a stone. (laughs) (laughs) Or how about if you're trapped in a house, just don't throw stones. (laughs) Yeah, Dimitri Martin, also another underrated. Really funny guy. Nobody likes George Carlin. I'm never going to look into that one. George George Carlin is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could be here all day if we started just lecturing anybody. You ever walk into a room, look at your watch, and then not realize what time it was after you just looked at your watch? (laughs) George Carlin, I I fucked up that line. Go YouTube George Carlin. (laughs) He's a man. All right. For sure, you meant, well, pretty much everyone got mentioned, uh, but Richard Pryor, yeah, like you said, some of the jokes were old school, but you look into it and stuff, you may not get it right away. You look at the joke, you hear it, and you look at the history of why he said that, and it totally makes sense. It does make sense. It makes sense completely. Like, what I was saying is like, for example, we're not from that generation. When Aziz Ansari makes a joke about how dating is these days, where you go on two dates with the girl, everything's good, you're texting, and then all of a sudden, she's like, oh, I'm busy, I can't come, or you're the one who's saying it, I can't come. For one reason or another, it's just like, our generation is the different, it's totally different from back then, yeah. Everybody says we're the most different out of all. But yeah, Uh, Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, many of you might not like it, but I like Carlos Mencia. I like him. He's pretty funny. I I like like him before the show. His first, first couple yeah. albums. His first good. CD, His yeah. first two, maybe three, they were good, yeah. Because when he first came out, too, we still had that anti-terrorist mm-hmm. sentiment. So yes. it was a lot. He was good. Was. He's good. Another one, you guys didn't mention. I don't know how you might feel about it. Paul Rodriguez. Yeah. Oh, Paul okay. Rodriguez. He was fucking hilarious. Yeah, he wasn't bad. He was he was his son's he a professional skateboarder. skateboarder. Yes. Yeah. He was one of the funny best as hell. skateboarders. You know what? The, the Latino I, Kings of Comedy, he was the he was the headliner. Movie. He was yes. a headliner, but I think George Lopez stole that stole show. show. He did. I think the black, not that that's the title of it, but the black Kings of Comedy. But the original, original Kings, Kings of Comedy, comedy I think, was better than the Latin. Oh, movie. dude. Yeah. Cedric the Entertainer's bit in that was amazing. The one yeah, that. When he's the bus trailer park. Yes. All that shit. When he's talking. <laughs> when he's pretending to be a black man with a, with a cigarette in his mouth, exactly. All that shit, just like trying to find a lighter for like five minutes. That whole, I, I consider that one whole thing because that whole series. I, I'm really big on funk music, also. So oh, yeah, everything yeah. that they mixed in with there with Parliament Funk and Lenny Williams, all that shit was amazing. Yeah, it was so good, it was good. yeah, shout out to the Kings of Comedy, Steve Rest Harvey, peace, Bernie Mac, I go love yeah, Steve Theo Harvey. Hughley. Please feel free to promote and sponsor our podcast. A one hundred two point seven. Those are my guys. <laughs> you know, those are the few that I have. That was good. That was a good little list. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, we're gonna call that a podcast. But before we do, ah, see, I didn't do it this time you got fucked that up <laughs> all right before we do uh, let's get into some promotions alex all right so my name is again alex Weil. i have a company it's called universal medical and what we do is we supply patients who have recently gotten surgery with post-operative equipment we uh, offer cpm machines ice machines elevation machines we also do medications topical anesthetics oral medications we have formulary so any physicians any chiropractors any attorneys 
who uh, want to get, get in contact with us and uh, network, go ahead. Number is 847-508-3768. That's the business line. Again, it's 847-508-3768. And if you want to have fun, what's your Twitter handle? My Twitter handle is at Orchata Aguayo. That's Orchata. is H-O-R-C-H-T-A-A-G-U-A-Y-O. It's not A-T-A. Yeah, it is A-T-A. That's what I said. Uh, Orchata. Everybody knows how to spell Orchata. And then Aguayo. A-G-U-A-Y-O. In Kansas, they don't know how to spell it. Kansas, Google it. Google Wichita. Ghana. Google it too, because I know you guys got Google out there. And by the way, Ghana, I love you guys. You guys should have won that game in 2010 against Uruguay. Fuck Uruguay. Fuck Luis Suarez. You guys had that game. Much love. Another shout out to Dr. Odishu with the Chicago Fix. He helps out all Chicago Fire Department and Chicago Police Department workers, cops, firefighters. He supports. He always uh, sets up a lot of charities for fallen heroes and all the people that we lost out there protecting us. So shout out to Dr. Odishu and the Chicago Fix over on Peterson and Cicero 4801. If you hurt your back, go over there, pay him a visit, tell him Alex sent you. Alright, you guys got anything to promote? My friend's bar, M Bar, 151 Randall. Visit him, he's there. He'll hook you up, I'm sure he will. What's his name? His name is Luis Vela. Ask for him, heavy set guy, you can't miss him. <laughs> My kind of guy. Jameson Drinker as well, just there like me. Oh, so, yikes. uh, visit M Bar, great place. Check it out. Again, 151 North Randall. Alright, I just got the same old squad, Spectre Paranormal Investigators on Facebook. Hit him up on Facebook. I also like to promote us one more time for facebook.com slash hashtag utjh hashtag spelled out utjh hit us up on facebook Rodney and i are both there hit us up with comments you want to be on the show yeah you want to be on the show hit me up you can send us a direct message on the site and uh you know we'll, we'll be around we'll be posting pictures and shit like that hopefully we can end up going to comic con in chicago this year in rosemont and uh you can find us there if you want to sponsor us find us there hashtag utjh on twitter like us on facebook hey we got 40 likes in like a couple hours yeah Wow. Let's let's go for a hundred guys. We'll hit that milestone. Well, if you want to sponsor us, we get more sponsors. Let's put some commas in that number, guys. <laughs> yeah, tell your friends, tell your kids, tell your wives. Yeah, I expect you two to be sharing all this shit. So oh, we will. I will trust me. Look up Mikey Starter Kit. Michael Perez is uh, the artist who wrote the theme song for Um That Just Happened on YouTube. He has got some really great covers. Also sings in a band, Red Novella. You can also find them on Facebook. And for your insurance needs, hit up aleeminsurance.com or give him a call at three one two nine four five six two five four. I'm sure he'll provide some Ghana insurance if you guys need insurance in Ghana. Sure, yeah, I don't not? know how they're going to get it out there. Yeah. You get it somehow. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Our first official sponsor for Um That Just Happened, hit us up if you would like to be a sponsor, if you'd like to sponsor a particular segment of the show. I'm really kind of curious as to who might be interested in sponsoring Pissing on Graves. That would be awesome. Maybe like Gatorade or something or Mountain Dew. <laughs> would you imagine that? <laughs> After Pissing on Graves for a long time, rehydrate with the Gatorade. <laughs> Gatorade refills me with all these Some kind of cr- or fucking ocean spray cranberry juice or something, something to keep <laughs> Regular. Rip it. <laughs> RC Cola. Alright, guys. Well, uh, I think that's about it for this week. So, signing off from the FTC, I'm Rodney Sinio. Um, I'm Adam Flores. I'm Medica Tenorio. And I'm Alex Wild. And um, that just happened.
Price is right, Jingle? <laughs>